Researchers have been comparing couples with and without children, and they have been quoted in a published article in Fortune magazine, and they found that the rate of decline in relationships nearly twice in couples with kids. Welcome to Single Married Divorced. I'm Eric Rung, and I am single. I'm Tom McGuire, and I'm married. I'm Allison Collins, and I am happily divorced. So, does you both have children? So, any mm-hmm. either one of you could take this first. Allison, you've had children longer. So, does the course of true love run downhill? Well, I guess. It, well, well I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if I, I should have went to you, you first. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you had two children, and well, then you got I divorced. Think, but yeah, but I think. I mean, kids are a lot of work, and I think that sometimes when you're in a relationship with someone where you're like, oh, let me do this for you, and like doing sweet things, and you know, appreciating each other, and then suddenly you have no sleep, and your focus is this tiny child that is completely dependent on you, and they're like, hey, did you make dinner and wash the dishes? You didn't? And you're like, no, I'm covered. Well, one of the things that the researchers found was uh, there is a distance that grows because the relationship grows more business-like rather than a loving relationship, Mm -hmm. I guess, that, I mean, you guys are really a team that have to make sure that these little people survive. I mean, it's, it's a lot different than, hey, let's go out and get beers and hang out and do that. Yeah. I mean, I think Tom would almost be better because when I met Beth, obviously, Tom and Beth were go out for drinks all the time and it was super fun. And now he lives in the suburbs with a child. Is anything different, Tom? Uh, well, I think like Allison hit the nail on the head a little bit. Like there's definitely like the third person who needs you to do everything for them can add a level of stress. But Did you notice it right away? I don't know. I mean, cause it's like, I think from the very beginning, it's like, oh, the baby's crying. Like I'll, I'll go, I'll go. And the baby needs milk. The baby needs diaper change. So there's always something and like, who's going to do it? And you have to make sure you're sharing the load. And I think if, if it's a situation where somebody's not doing their fair share that's definitely going to lead to issues but then i think in our situation like with beth i feel bad because caitlin is a total mama's girl and there's times where like she doesn't want me to do it she wants mommy to do it and if i try to force it where i'm going to do it it just leads to more her being more upset and more crying which is so i feel like sometimes beth has to do a little bit extra just because caitlin (laughs) Caitlin demands her uh, demands it of her. Well, I could see so, that also kind yeah. of putting a little stress on the relationship too. I mean, uh, Beth has made the decision at, at least at this point to stay home, mm-hmm. and that means she is going to be the one that's there all of the time. You uh, d- uh, part of the Fortune article also mentioned though that it starts to put a little more pressure on, especially gender roles, I guess, in this situation, on you to be the breadwinner too. Do you feel that stress, or do you uh, feel more left out? Well, I mean, so I made this joke a while back to somebody. I said, you know, going from uh, a dink, dual income, no kids, to single income with kid, like that's a pretty big lifestyle change. But I don't actually, actually, I mean, I have a nice, good job and a good field. Yeah, I do okay. I'm not wealthy by any means. Well, but and, I feel like and I you're do, a podcaster, so I mean, which I mean, really adds, adds to the bank <laughs> when, account. When are our checks coming for this? <laughs> but, I promise uh, nothing. Yes. <laughs> Except um, fame. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, of course, it's adding a stressor to the relationship. So, but I think as long as you make an effort, like after Caitlin goes to bed, 
I mean, weekdays, generally, we just, like, crash, and I gotta go to work the next day, and she has to deal with Caitlin all day, so we'll just watch TV and chill out. But, yeah, we go to bed at the same time, and, you know, and then on weekends, generally, generally, we'll, you know, hang out with Caitlin, and then she goes to bed, and maybe we'll go on the deck or in the backyard now and have, a, you know, a couple drinks, or we get a babysitter now and then. My parents are excellent with, you know, taking the baby when we need help, so, um, I don't know. I feel like... Do you think it would have been know. different if you were younger? Hundred percent. I think if, and I also think it would have been different if we would have had children right away. We had a nice run of like six years, and this goes back to my joke of doing whatever we want all the time. I mean, we were six years again, dual income, living in the city, traveling whenever we wanted. We saw all kinds of great places around the world, and then so we had this great, awesome, you know, six years of of fun just the two of us and now we're having a different kind of fun with, uh, with caitlin involved and allison you got married young do you think that was a factor i mean obviously we know the factor was that your husband cheated on you but our ex-husband i should say but do you think if you would have been older things may have worked out a little different or do you think that mattered do you think the children i guess added any ex or it added the stress that maybe had anything to do with it I mean, I think my situation, if I had married the same person, would have ended the same way no matter what. So I don't want it to be like, oh, it's because of the kids. But they definitely, I mean, it's a lot of work. And I think, I mean, it's kind of annoying that Tom and Beth have like this perfect relationship. And they check in about, I feel like I'm doing too much or things like that. Because I know that I would be like in tears. Like I'd work all day and then I'd have the baby until he got home and then he'd be and i'd be like oh my gosh i'm so tired and be like hey can you give me a few minutes i just got home from work uh i just need to decompress and i'd be like what <laughs> like i was at work and what were help. you doing at the time i was a teacher oh okay yeah so i, I mean i think it would be unrealistic to be like everything is always 50 50 but i think that once one person is it's always 90 10 and they are constantly feeling like i don't have a partner in this I think that's hard. And I also think it was hard that we had kids without necessarily like, like living here. My parents help out all the time, but I lived in Wyoming um, and his mother did say she'd help babysit, but I'd have to drive the baby an hour they and 15 minutes. Door. Yeah. Right. So did I rush into things? Probably. I mean, I rush into most things. So uh, it's really par for the course. The the kind of the irony I think of this well, actually it was pointed out I didn't come up with the irony but the uh, irony that they pointed out in the article which I I think kind of nails it here uh, and it's a pretty interesting fact is as marital satisfaction of new parents decline divorcing also declines you, you basically what the article is saying is you're miserable together you don't get divorced at least you stay together but isn't i saw a stat this is i think a fairly well known data point somewhere that like after the kids leave the house like the arc of a marriage is like happy 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 have kids less happy less happy less happy less happy kids leave and then it's like happy 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 again or so or they get divorced or I mean, maybe I, there yeah, are, maybe they ended there's know. a number of people that once the kids leave and go to college and or get jobs you you find out that you don't know you don't even know the person you're married to anymore because you've changed so much. I guess, I mean, so... I guess I'm, this just, is gonna, I'm going from stories and anecdotes that I've heard. Yeah, so. no, I know, I know. And I think I feel like, uh, this is going to sound dumb, but I feel like divorce always kind of bewildered me a little bit because, like, Smith and I are together all the time, and I can't imagine a point where I'm just going to be like, nah, 
I'm tired of this. Like, I don't know. I mean, it happens. I know 50% of marriages, whatever. I mean, but like, I just don't, well, I I don't get it. I think what the article was pointing like, out, though, was that because you it becomes more business-like in, instead of more loving, that you kind of become business partners instead of, uh, I, I don't know what you would call it, relationship partners or... Loving partners? I, I don't know what well, you Well, you have to talk about bills, and you have to talk about mortgages, and you have to talk about... Who's picking up, who's yeah. dropping maybe, off. Maybe it's, yeah. saying then, maybe it's saying then you just stop having fun together, and it becomes like going to work almost. No, I mean, I definitely think that you have to almost force, like, listen, at this point in time, we're going out. Like, even if it's oh, for yeah. an hour or an we, hour and a yeah. half. I mean, you, you have to, or else it just gets... I mean, having kids is a lot of work, and it gets overwhelming but i also think that point about i mean i think a lot of people do stay together for the kids i mean for the record i tried to stay together right (laughs) yes for the kids right and he said i feel like i'm cheating on my girlfriend Uh, oh man that is just (laughs) that's like a punch in the gut Uh, Uh, it all worked out but uh i think that a lot of people do stay together for the kids so i think even if you are miserable do you want to split the house do you want to have to buy a second property like not only do i have two properties i have two sets of bills figure out when you have the kids when you don't have the kids all that stuff mm. well i think it goes back to marriages work though too right so you any so relationships work any relationships work yeah but the uh, good thing i mean the other relationships are way easier to get out of than a, than a marriage <laughs> yeah, yeah no i agree with but, that uh, too but but like so caitlin loves my parents my parents love caitlin my sister and her family are very good with caitlin so we have a nice support system close by and we i mean my parents have had caitlin overnight i mean i don't even know how many times we went to charleston for a wedding they took her we went to puerto rico for a wedding they took her we if there's a big event we're like hey you want to take her for the night like they take her for the night so we're i mean it's probably we're probably lucky that we have that flexibility but i think you have to kind of make an effort to be like all right we're gonna not lose ourselves and our kids and we only have one kid so we probably have it easier than a lot of people who have multiple kids but it's like you just gotta get away like how you know in our last episode pat mentioned like nights away without the kids you have to make sure you kind of do that just to stay in touch with each other right I would, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, just to make sure that the relationship doesn't become all business, which also kind of leads. Um, we've already kind of been discussing it, but I might as well say the the first question here, which was, uh, what do you see as the pitfalls of being married with children, and how do you avoid them? Which yeah. I guess you just take trips. It just takes have fun. Have, fun. <laughs> have your in laws live right there, right. and then go on trips all the time. Have mm-hmm. fun without your kids sometimes. No, but I think there's also like times where I'm sure. I'm parenting in a certain way, and Beth's like, oh, what are you doing? Or Beth's parenting, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, again, it's just having that added stress or one more thing to worry about that's this most important thing. So you can worry about bills and mortgages or whatever, but this is like a human being that you're responsible for turning into a good person. So you can, uh, you know, we moved over the weekend, and I knew, like, we're trying to unpack everything. And again, my parents took Caitlin while we were actually doing the move, and then Saturday we were doing some unpacking, hey, and it was... I took her one know, day. And Allison helped, with, Allison helped too. <laughs> Uh, and it was like, all right, I finally said to Beth, I'm like, listen, I'm going to take a shower because I hadn't showered in like 60 hours. And then I'm going to take Caitlin for a long walk. We'll go downtown and we're going to walk around and you can just be alone and do whatever you want to do. And I mean, I sensed I better give Beth a break at this point because it's hard to unpack and watch a two-year-old, obviously. That's good because I did hear from your wife today and she said... (laughs) Oh, no. 
she said uh, that you came in from work and said, oh, did you unpack anything? And she's like, no, I've been with it. I just met. The, but see, what I meant was we had a guy coming to get boxes. So I, what I meant was like, are there more boxes you know for what? him to take? I like her version way better. It was simply a, a operational question about are there more empty boxes to break down and give to this guy? That's Ugh. all it was. You guys will never fight. This is so annoying. What do you, what do you think? I'm going to kind of go into a hypothetical here, but what, what do you think about people that aren't lucky as far as having family around? I mean, that's, I think that would be even I think it makes more it, tough. I mean, it makes it really hard. When I had uh, my first child, my mom flew out and was there for like two weeks straight and she'd be like, listen, I will help you out as much as you want during the day, but I have to get sleep at night. So at night I'd be up with her and nursing and doing whatever. And it was awesome because I'd wake up and my mom would like have sterilized everything. And I was so, so, so lucky. And I think that keeping your sanity and having some help around, maybe it's not your spouse, maybe it's, but I think that it makes it a lot easier to be in a support system. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, so we have my parents and my sister and her family and my brother-in-law and then my our two main babysitters are my cousins i mean i can't imagine and even the other day we were looking for a babysitter and my another cousin who has her own kids and her own family was like oh we'll take her we'll take caitlin and we didn't end up needing it but i mean i couldn't imagine like if beth and i lived in some city by ourselves well my I mean, one it would be when i first um, graduated college and I, I moved to la to work on um like do production work i lived at my aunt and uncle's house and they're they had like a little guest house and they said they're like oh my gosh we're so happy you're here we could just like run to the store or do whatever and they moved to la for this like great business opportunity but they really didn't have anyone just around to like be like hey can you come over so i can run to the grocery store or you have to run so and so to practice which, as you guys have both mentioned, is also become a stressor. But in but to avoid the pitfalls, I would imagine communication would be as key as in any relationship. Do you see them coming? Do you see or do you sense the you sense that Beth needed a little time to herself? Did I mean as far as sensing the pitfalls and sensing? Wait, we need to talk this out before we both explode. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also, like, I know she's, you know, Tay, I'll get home after this, and she's been, uh, well, Tay's a bad example, because Allison stopped by, but, like, yesterday, all right, she was with the kid, the kid sounds uh, crass, with <laughs> our daughter, our lovely daughter. <laughs> she's with, but she, see, what's weird about that, if I said the kids, nobody cares, if, if she's with the kids, but people think the kid sounds crass. I think you're so, fine. <laughs> all right, good. Uh, she was with Caitlin all day, and I know, like, First of all, get a break and take about having some adult conversation. So you just have to think like maybe I had a long day at work and maybe I'm you know exhausted, but you gotta like suck it up a little bit. So like I took Caitlin in the backyard and we played soccer for a little bit, and then at dinner I try to like be engaged and not just be you know bump on a log. When you know. <clears throat> when I first became a mom, all I wanted was to be a stay at home mom. Like oh they're so lucky, they're so lucky. And then um, after I had the second, I was a stay at home mom for like four months, and I was like oh my god, this is the worst. I can't do I can't do this every day all day long. So. Yeah, I used to think I could be, I'll be a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no chance I could. I mean, I guess I, you do it if you have to. I'm sure I could adjust. Well, and but, I'm sure a lot oh. of people do find great joy in that, too. I, I mean, you know what? I'm sure there is a sense of joy, but there's, I mean. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just for different people yeah. involved. I mean, everybody's different in certain ways, and it wasn't for you, but um, I'm sure there's plenty of people that absolutely love doing that. 
I guess, man. So much work. I think it'd be tough. Holy too. cow. I mean, just from what I've heard. I think the people that today. I know that love doing it also have like a spouse that gets that when they come home, like you're going to have to turn it on and be mom or be dad for a little bit. Let's move on to our app story, which is, we, we skipped this last week because I, we had our special guest, Pat McGann, who stopped by the show, which we were uh, very happy about. So we pushed this to this week, and this is all Allison. This is a spotlight on Allison. Oh if you remember a couple episodes ago, she had a big group date, which Tom and I thought was a little strange and a lot of pressure on both you and the, I'm sure, fine gentleman that you went out with. So... So what happened? Um, it it was terribly awkward. In fact, on the way there, when I was in the Uber, I started to panic. And I told the Uber driver the story. And she's like, if you want me to turn around, I will. But <clears throat> anyway, I got there. He was very Yet nice. she persisted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he was a very nice guy. He was good looking. He, you know, had a great job. He, you know... Was, was a nice, nice person. He was very nice. But I knew within 10 seconds that it wasn't going to work. So what did you guys do? Well. And how many people were there? Oh, my, oh my God. So and you got to give he, us the details is here. Is he a listener as well? Oh, <laughs> uh, probably not. Probably not. Uh, so they thought it would be weird. And I said, you know, what I'm going to do when I show up. It was supposed to be, we were supposed to be at like a festival. And they were having bingo in a tent. So we were going to meet at the bingo tent because the person that was setting us up thought that would be fun. One couple set us up, and then all these other couples knew about it, so they decided they were all going to bingo. It was going to be so weird and awkward. So then another friend of ours that we grew up with said, oh, I'll have a barbecue beforehand so people can get to know each other, have a few drinks, and then we go play bingo. And I thought that, I mean, that sounded way better than the original. How many people, though, are we talking? Did I miss that? I'm sorry. All together, 12? 12 people on <laughs> the date. It's, oh, I mean, 10, including you and your date. It's like the situation where, like, he had all these supportive friends that really wanted him. Were they really all staring him. at you? Uh, yes. Oh, like God, every, that would be so uncomfortable. Every that glance, would be every the worst. word. I know. I know. I know. What's the worst idea? The 12-person date, date or bingo? I can't decide which is the worst <laughs> idea. Uh, you know, bingo's kind of cool. Yeah, I would be okay with that. But, um, it's an activity. He had all these supportive people that just wanted him to meet someone, and I had all these supportive people that wanted me to meet someone, and they thought they liked both of us. We would be perfect. Um, so you weren't perfect, but uh, did we you have not. a good time? Yeah, I mean it was great. Um, and I, I mean, I did tell him at the end. I said, you know, we have a podcast. Would you consider taking a picture with me just so I can <laughs> show you guys? And he goes, sure, I don't mind at all. So I went to like put my arm around him, <laughs> and he quick dipped me and then went to kiss me. And so this Whoa. picture oh, is no. like his lips coming. And I don't know, maybe he was doing it to be funny. I'm really just hoping he was doing it to be funny. But I, um, they didn't know I was leaving. I think they were all still waiting to see what happened. Because I didn't want to be rude or say, like, I know this isn't going to work. So I called an Uber to, like, whisk me away. And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, bye. Thanks so much. And I was gone. It was, you know. Before the kiss? No, um, I think. The I Uber you- was called before the, before. It wasn't really, it wasn't a kiss. It was a, I was dipped backwards and he was pretending uh, or trying oh, to kiss me. Kiss. Oh, okay, I see. I don't know if he actually kissed me. It was. It was. I would. I didn't, all of a sudden, my feet were up in the air, and I was surprised. 
I well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait no, a no, second. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Oh, sorry. That was second date. No, no. Uh, so no. There, there's not going to be a second date with this young man. No, but he's very nice. Yeah. Would and you then, have beers with him again? I mean, just his friends. Sure. Yeah. Um, but then he and also your did twelve t- other friends. <laughs> yes, only if everyone comes. No, he also did say he's like, yeah, I live in Old Town. And I usually don't date anyone outside of Old Town. And I said, oh, well, that's pretty outside specific. Of Old Town. Yeah. My God, it's like a three I, block. I, mean, I could uh, see outside uh, outside of the city, but outside of Old Town. Uh, you live in the Gold Coast. Oh, yeah, I'm, that's, uh, that's I'm that's sorry. <laughs> sorry about nice that. Knowing you. <laughs> if you move two blocks east or west, uh, let me know. <laughs> wow, that is oddly specific. Very nice. Okay. Very nice. Um, and, and we also promised a quick update on your apps. Or did we actually get to that last... I, I, Pat kind of forced you into it, didn't he? Um, <laughs> the apps are all turned off. My mother's best friend is currently trying to set me up with someone. I... <laughs> <laughs> I sent you guys that picture. My mom tries to do that too. It's really funny though because I not to interrupt. No, but please. I I'll get texts from my mother in the middle of the day. It, it'll say something to the effect of Eric. I just met the sweetest young lady. She just graduated from college and she's <laughs> doing this. And I'm, and I'm <laughs> telling myself, Mom, first of all, a 22 year old woman. Did you, I, my first question should have been like, Did you tell her I was 41? years old i mean well speaking of parents <laughs> I mean, by being, the way i love you mom because i know you're listening speaking of parents being unaware of age difference um this man i'm sure is very nice uh but he's he's 20 years older than me so he's closer in age to your parents than to you mm-hmm. and maybe they, that's a good indicator you know what? And they're maybe cool not them? a good setup well they they said we had he there's no way he's that old and i'm like no no he is and so uh you know maybe that's maybe they just wanted someone to hang out with <laughs> they were looking for a friend <laughs> but i think the problem is that now my mom's friends are listening to this and they're like allison needs a date hang on <laughs> so they're well, going through their rolodex there's a great widower down the block <laughs> <laughs> he's 78 years old but he's a heck of a guy is he funny is he yeah, funny exactly <laughs> yeah. now i feel bad at what i said about my mom Mom, I, all I, she done, all she's done for I, you. I know, I know. I feel horrible that I said that. I, I do appreciate you trying. I really do. Um, I, but maybe closer to my age range. I don't know. How about you for your mom? Um, yeah, closer to my age range, which would be pretty That'd be good. I had a good buddy in college whose line was always, uh, "My wife's not born yet." <laughs> Is that a good line? <laughs> it was funny at the time. I mean, you're <laughs> 22, you, you know. Moving on. <laughs> question two. Allison, I don't know, did the guy ask you out? This is the question, but did the, if the guy asked you out, how would and you didn't want to go out with him again as a date, what would be your way out to tell him that, nah, this isn't working for me? The thing that got that I think saved me is that he didn't have my number, so he could never ask me. And you don't live in Old Town. And I don't live in... You know what? Maybe he's, he knew within the first 10 seconds as well. This is not going to work. Well, you think he just dipped you to be funny then? I don't know. I mean, uh, that, that's going a long ways for somebody you're not going to... Don't want to see again. Um, your friends never told you? Oh, it, would Allison want to go out with me again? Um, so it's two sets of friends. So the friend that set me up never said anything, but the other friends all kept saying, uh, what do you think? What do you think? And I said, yeah, I don't think it's going to work. Mm. How about you, Tom? Before Beth, I mean, I was a big. We talked about this previous episodes. I'm, I was a fadeaway guy, so I would just kind of stop 
calling. I don't think we ever did talk about that. Did we ever talk about fading I away? We, I, I think we, we talked about it to each other, but I don't yeah, think we really maybe talked we about did. the fade Yeah, away. let's do the fade away and just kind of not call again. Well, I mean, and not ghosting, by the way. Ghosting and fading away are two completely different things, I think. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's kind of different. I mean, I didn't act like... If they, if they would have called, I would have spoken to them. Right. But I would have been, okay, well, have a good night, and then not asked them out. But if they would have called you or texted you, you, you would have responded? I mean, I would have responded... At some point? Yeah, I guess. I, I guess I mean, I'm how, just... I'm I'm just saying, how do you say no to somebody? Is how, I mean, you're asking, how do you say yeah, how do you say no to somebody? I think you just go, hey, listen, I really appreciate it. You know, I think we should Especially be friends. Especially if they are eager in seeing you again. Yeah, I shot... I, a girl I worked with uh, asked me out once. She was a very nice young lady, very sweet girl. So, you know, we work together, don't miss business, mix business with pleasure, and... <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I always would be like, "Oh, I think we'd be so much better off friends." Like that's my yeah, that's a good one. Or and then I you're never really going to be friends the with them. Yeah, right. And then I keep being busy when they want to hang out as friends. Right. Well, that was quick and easy, which is good because we're running out of time. So next week we will hear, of course, another dating app story, and we will took take a look at debt and dating. Uh, a poll question that we will discuss next week. Uh, of course, we definitely want to hear from you. We definitely want to hear your questions, hear your app stories. We continually get some here and there. We'd love to get more of them. Uh, and you can, of course, find us on all of our social media platforms. All you have to do is really search SMD Chicago or Single Married Divorce Chicago, and I guarantee you, you will find us. So for Allison and Tom, I am Eric Rung. This is Single Married Divorce. Have a great week, everyone.